1: On our program today with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon and I'm absolutely delighted to be talking to you today from Voice America's new empowerment channel. If this is the first time you've ever been here, I urge you to take a look around at some of the other shows and some of the other channels that Voice America has. You know that my particular favorite is the kids channel. They have such wonderful things on there. So if you have a minute to take a listen to some of the kids and see some of what some of these remarkable young people we never hear about are having to say. But you know, I don't I don't want to get off too much in that because we have a lot to talk about today. In March, I participated in a virtual book tour for Jamie Smart, who's our guest today. And I have to confess that in doing that, I didn't get all of the book read. I got most of the book read. But when it came time to start working on a book review and getting ready for this show, I couldn't find the book. Now, you have to realize that I read a lot of books. I do a lot of book reviews. And I have books in the car, I have books in the purse, I have books in the stack on the desk. I always have a book around in case I have to wait somewhere, I pull out a book and I read. But this book was nowhere to be found and trust me, I looked everywhere and a few days went by and I didn't have a few days to spare, so I downloaded it from Kindle and You know, sometimes the universe has to whack me in the side of the head to get my attention. What a wonderful read this book is on Kindle. For some reason, it really was able to speak to me from those pages, and I don't know what the difference was. But the great advantage is that you get to have easy, click, one click away access to some of the remarkable supplementary material in this book. If you get the hard copy, and I urge you, To get this book Uh, if you get the hard copy be sure you put in those links and go see the material on the web if you get the kindle edition you just have to click but read that material and read this book i ask you to go to the self-improvement blog and read the book review it's very brief because jamie says it so much better than i could um Take a look at his picture, read his bio. Take a look at the videos in the right sidebar. Um, you'll learn a lot about today's guest, and after hearing him, I have an idea you'll really want to know more. Go to the blog dot com Jamie Smart is an internationally renowned writer, speaker, coach, trainer. And consultant. He's originally from Canada and now lives in London. We're talking to him in London. I'm in Scottsdale. So isn't that a wonderful thing that, uh, that we have these days to be able to do this every day? I'm grateful. Uh, He's passionate about helping individuals and businesses deepen their understanding of innate thinking. Now remember that term, innate thinking. We're going to talk about that and to create the results that matter to them. In addition to working with uh, with coaching clients and leading corporate programs, Jamie runs <clears throat> professional development workshops for business leaders, trainers, coaches and consultants. He's appeared on Sky TV and on the BBC and has been written about and has written for numerous publications and I am so delighted. To welcome Jamie to the Self Improvement Show. Jamie, welcome.
3: Oh, thank you so much for having me here, Irene. It's so great to be able to talk with you and your listeners.
2: Oh, when I first started reading your book, I wanted to argue with you. Now I just want to (laughs) talk with you.
3: Uh, (laughs) uh,
2: Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who's Jamie Smart? I can't wait to hear this answer. Uh,
3: I, I, me neither. I don't, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm, I, I'm a dad. And I'm, I, you know, I spent a lot of my life as a seeker, you know, and someone, someone who was, you know, looking for answers and I'm still passionately curious, but I, but I'm, I'm no longer a seeker, which is pretty cool, except when I am, but, uh, but it's, I really feel like, uh, what I've found and what we're going to be talking about today is a real, um, well, it's what I'm passionate about because it really looks to me like it has incredible promise for for every single one of us and for the future of our species. You know, uh, the world's a, the world's a very interesting place, to say the least. So I'm 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 passionate about people I'm passionate about this understanding and sharing it. And. Uh, well, who else am I? Um, I i I live in London and I love living in London and it's a sunny day here, which is beautiful. You're
2: kidding. It's not foggy.
3: Oh no, it's beautiful. And, uh, summer started, I think. And, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a regular guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm just in, in many, many ways, I'm just like everyone else. I'm a human being trying to, trying to find my way through and trying to get some answers and make some sense of this, uh, this, this thing called life.
2: And that your regular comes through, and and I really, truly appreciate that. You know, you've written this really quite phenomenal book called Clarity, Clear Mind, Better Performance, Bigger Results. And when I see stuff like that, I think, yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But by the time I finished it, I was saying, yeah, well, maybe he's got something here you know it's it's really out of the ordinary on its ideas you know how did you come to the the understanding that you write about in this book and, and what compelled you to write it
3: well how i came to the understanding was just to give you a little bit of background um i used to be an alcoholic from from when i was a teenager until i was 30 years old alcohol was my main self-improvement tool. so that's what got me through and i was i was successful in my work and that sort of thing i was what they call a high functioning alcoholic but i needed drinking to to make that possible and when i was in my early 30s i got married and it became very clear very fast that that wasn't going to last unless i stopped drinking so i did that i then kind of went crazy and then i got into recovery and then uh, at a certain point, I discovered personal development, and I got really inspired and really passionate about it. Fast forward to 2008, uh, so that's what, like five years ago, um, I was very, very material, materially successful. So in terms of the personal development world, I had it all, and I wasn't happy, and I wasn't peaceful, and I wasn't ful- feeling fulfilled. And I was like, well, that ain't right, because I – I've played the game according to the rules. I should be winning and I don't feel like I am. And so I had to go back to the drawing board and I, I hired someone to work with me and he, uh, my, my good friend, Michael Neal, he introduced me to this understanding and I'd actually, here's the ironic thing. I'd actually been introduced to it like 12 years previously and, and turned my nose up at it as being too simplistic and so on. And then I, being introduced again a few years earlier and still turned my nose up up at it. But this understanding was kind of stalking me. So finally, finally, I I, I got ears for it. I started to to hear it. And started. But to isn't
2: it. that how it usually happens? First, we hear it, and then we. It's like sales. You have to hear it how many times before you're ready to buy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you you hear it and you hear it and you dis, discard it, dismiss it, and then all of a sudden it hits you and you say. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I need to take a look at it. Your main idea, and and I, uh, your main idea is innate thinking, and I, I really want to be able to apply that to this whole self-improvement arena, which is growing. You know, it's, it's kind of going crazy, and your book kind of pulled it back into, you know, some, a more meaningful place for me. Um, tell us just, i don 't know how you can explain this easily briefly, uh, but give it your best shot what 's sure. innate thinking
3: In- innate thinking uh, is is really just the the natural a set of natural abilities that we 're bo- born with our ability to uh, think, to perceive, to feel, to learn to have an experience of life. And so it's basically, we're, we're born with it. It's our ability to, to, uh, to, um, have an experience of life. And it's innate. It's not something we need to work on or figure out. It's, we're using it every single moment to have a perception. So, so when we're asleep and dreaming, those experiences we're having in our dreams are being created by innate thinking. We don't need to practice having dreams. They come preloaded with the package. When we're daydreaming, same thing. If we, if we have a thought or an idea or, you know, get upset about something or, or get, feel real peaceful or clear, it's all being created by what I call innate thinking. Now, now the power is in this understanding is in the principles behind innate thinking. And these, these principles, when I say principles, I don't mean like good ideas. I mean principles like gravity is a principle. And those were discovered by a guy called Sidney Banks. And and so we're going to be on this show. I'd love to talk about the principles behind innate thinking, because when people start to get a feel for those principles and start to get a sense of those principles, it can make a sudden and profound difference in their life it can really make a difference to them. So, so, but in, in a nutshell, innate thinking is our natural ability to have an experience of life, our ability to think, to feel, to perceive, to experience.
2: Um, I really, I want to relate all this to self improvement, but maybe we should just s- go right into those principles now, and then we'll have a better idea of what we're talking about when we apply it. So, now, what what are the principles?
3: Well, you know, why don't we jump into self improvement? Oh, okay. With it, with that because I I want this to be relevant for people, and I want it to make a make a difference to them so so
2: okay here's what you say in your book this really got my attention you state implicit in the idea of self-improvement is the assumption that a there's this thing called self b it needs to be worked on and improved and c the one most qualified to specify and carry out the work is the self itself huh Doesn't that seem just a little crazy-making? What would happen if you decided not to treat yourself as a thing to be improved, but instead open to the possibilities that it's your nature to continue learning, growing, and evolving? That's what you said, and I'm thinking, is he throwing out self-improvement? And then you went on to say that we don't need a lot of the things that we use as tools. And I have to say, I really agree. I didn't at that moment. So my question is, what do we have or what are we if we're not a self?
3: Well, I I don't have an issue with the idea of a self. I'm okay with that. I mean, it's practical for us to know, you know, whose teeth to brush and whose shoelaces to do up and that sort of thing. It's practical. But where it becomes a bit, uh, where, where we, we are in danger of getting off track is thinking that we need to be worked on in that way. Now, it's totally cool if you want to learn a language or take dancing lessons or, you know, learn to, learn to, to weave or crochet or, or whatever. Great. Go for it. Do whatever you're inspired to do. But a lot of people I meet in the self-improvement world and the personal development world Think that there's something wrong with them or some, something they need to do in order to make themselves okay. They need to be fixed. Yeah, there you go. And the idea that you need to be fixed and that you're the one to fix yourself, it, it, it overlooks the fact that we have this amazing intelligence built into us. I'm not talking about our intellect. I'm talking about something at a much deeper level and And I know that, uh, I know that that's something we can, we can get into after the, after the break that, that actually just like if you get a cut, your body has this natural ability to heal itself and to, and to mend that without you even having to get involved in it. By the same token, the same thing applies to the mind, that your mind has a self-correcting system.
2: So, you know, my question, and we're going to go to break, but my question when we come back from break will be, you know, if this is true, then why are so many people, you know, involved in poor self-esteem and and they don't seem to be able to get out of it, uh, you know, in self-defeating behaviors because they really don't accept who they are this sort of thing let's take a break now this is Irene Conlon with my guest Jamie Smart saying stay tuned we're going to be right back with more about innate thinking
4: build your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paul LaJoy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. Joining Paul as co-host is radio personality Kim Reed, an experienced entrepreneur and corporate leader who's known as the Corporatepreneur. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. STEM show, hosted by Dr. STEM Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America
1: Empowerment. Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Um, This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Jamie Smart. We are talking about innate thinking and his book, Clarity, which I really recommend you get. Before the break, we posed the question, how, what do people do? Where do they start um, in doing this kind of inner work? Jamie, um, you're on. How, how do they come to a better understanding of who they are?
3: Well, the... It, it, if I take a step back for a moment, Irene, the the other question you also asked before the break is if this is the case, why do people have problems with right. self esteem and all that sort of stuff? And the answer to both questions is the same actually, which is that as a, as a, as a society, as a, as an entire species, we're currently in the grip of a misunderstanding, a simple misunderstanding about how life works. And Just like in the old days, people had misunderstandings about what caused disease or misunderstandings about how the planets moved and stuff. We have a misunderstanding about where our feelings come from. So it looks a lot of the time like our feelings come from our stuff that happened in the past or stuff that's going to happen in the future, stuff we're worried about or stuff we're ruminating about or from other people or their behavior or from our circumstances, but in reality, we're always feeling our thinking in the moment. So our feelings and our thinking are like two sides of the same coin. Now, when I say thinking, I don't just mean the thinking people are aware of. I mean all the thinking that happens under <laughs> the surface, the whole shoot and match. So
2: are are you t- talking about the thinking we have about? our deep beliefs or just about life in general or about ourselves. When you say it's based on our thinking, you know, what exactly do you
3: mean? Well, here's where it gets weird. So we are psychological creatures. We, as strange as it may sound, we create an experience of the world from inside of our neurophysiologies. So, so, we don't experience the world directly. It's, it's thought, our experience of the world is thought generated. Now, now there's a world out there. Don't get me wrong. There's tables and chairs and cars and trees, but our experience of those things is created through thought. So by thinking, I don't just mean the things we say to ourselves or the things we've learned or our deep beliefs. I mean everything. So just to give you an idea, when you're asleep and having a dream, uh, and let's say you're walking around or flying around or doing whatever you do in your sleeping dreams, A 100% of your experience of that dream is thought-generated. It's psychological. Well, when you're awake, you're using exactly the same neural networks to create your experience of the waking world, albeit with a data source. So there's a live data stream. That's our senses. But we're... We live in a thought generated reality. Our experiential reality, the reality each of us subjectively experience is thought generated. And because the thoughts creating our whole experience of reality, we have something wonderful to tell us what's in our thinking. And that's our feelings. feelings. Okay. Our feelings are always telling us what's in our thinking. And in fact, it's even, they're even more closely connected than that. Feeling and thinking are the same thing. They're two sides of the same coin.
2: Let me ask you this question then. In the book, you say something, I can't quote it exactly, but something about you know, just getting into positive thinking isn't going to bring about the change you want. But is it not important to, I guess using the analogy of a computer, program in? More positives, if you're already down on yourself, shouldn't you begin to think more positively about well, yourself what, and what's around you?
3: Here's where it gets really interesting. <laughs> the reason people are down on themselves is because they have a misunderstanding of how the system works. And by the system, I mean their thought-feeling system. So if someone is, let's say someone's feeling bad about themselves They think their feeling is telling them about themselves, but it's just telling them what's in their thinking in that moment. And The problem isn't that they've got painful thinking about themselves. The problem is they think that that painful thinking has something to do with who they actually are.
2: And how do they... Uh, I, I, here we are back in the doing, but how do you get, get away from that? How do you get a more positive thought about who you are or a real thought about who you truly are? How, how do you come to that? You know, if, if people have no thought about who they are, a lot of people never give that a thought. Yet they, they're not really pleased with who they are. Now, how do you get from that unrealistic thinking? to something
3: well, I, else. I love that you've asked that question. <laughs> the uh, I'll answer it in two pieces. The first is the way to to wake up to a more profound and positive experience of who you are is to look in the direction of getting a better understanding of how life works. And and by that I mean explore innate thinking finding out how the thought feeling connection really works because as you see that for yourself you'll wake up to it see it's natural it's it's innate for people to have a good feeling about who they are to have a good feeling about life you look at two-year-olds they don't need therapy they have a good feeling about who they are they have uh, because not because they're always thinking happy thoughts, they go up and down like crazy people, but they don't hang on to their thinking. So one minute they're in total misery, the next minute they're excited and running around, so they're not hanging on to it. Children innate, intuitively get that thinking's made up, that it's not real, They and they get captured by it and then they let it go. So we get conditioned out of that. We get conditioned out of it, but that understanding, that innate understanding of the fluidity of thought and uh that innate good feeling about life and about yourself, it's already there within you. And all we need to do is see through the misunderstanding, what I call the outside-in misunderstanding. The more you're able to see through that misunderstanding, the more freedom you have from stress and anxiety and worry And the more connection you have with natural feelings of positivity and well-being, like I, I know Irene, you've, I I guarantee you've been around the self-improvement world for any period of time. You meet people who are doing positive, and you can feel the tension coming off them in waves. And that's not to say anything against, you know, I, I, I really respect anyone who wants to make a positive change in their lives, but positivity and comfort in your own skin that's natural and innate for human beings when there's nothing else in the way and the only thing that ever gets in the way is a misunderstanding about how life works
2: and you call most of our thinking superstitious thinking
3: yeah just like i mean to use an example in the old days they used to think that Illness and disease was caused by bad smells. And so they carried around bunches of flowers to keep illness and disease away. Well, that was a superstition. It was it was bad science. It didn't work that way. And when they discovered germs and bacteria, the whole world changed. Well, most of our thinking is based on the misunderstanding, the mistaken belief that we can feel something other than thought in the moment we can feel our bank account balance or we can feel our job or we can feel our boss or we can feel what happened to us 10 years ago or what's going to happen if this doesn't work out or whatever. But we're never feeling anything other than thought in the moment.
2: Now, if, mo- if, our- if the bulk of our thinking is superstitious thinking or the outside in thinking is mainly built up of superstitious thinking most of our input then is outside in superstitious thinking and that's what we live by how then do you teach your your clients or your the businesses the business people you work with to come from that inside out perspective how do they how do you show them how to get there and what the what the riches are that they're going to discover
3: well and that's a great question too so The thing that's going to get you out of the outside-in superstition to some degree is an insight. And an insight is just another way of saying fresh, new thinking. And we're all connected to an innate intelligence. Call it life or God or mind. An innate intelligence which can provide us with fresh, new thinking in any moment. And... People call that an insight or an aha or a, real, a sudden realization. Or whatever you call it, that's the thing that's going to do something for you, and that's the thing that's going to move you out of the outside in misunderstanding. Now, here's the thing. You, it, the outside in misunderstanding is so deceptive, you'll still get tricked by it. But over time, you'll get tricked less, and so you'll recover from it more quickly. I've never met anyone who never gets tricked by it.
2: <laughs> you know i think of the buddhist term a child's mind or a new mind you know is and that always brings me to the question how do you clear your mind you you talk about that in your book clear your mind you know if i could clear my mind i'd be really quite delighted it just seems to chatter away uh no matter what you
3: know i really i love have that to work
2: at meditation
3: i love that well now i I've got a whole bunch to say about that. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, I know we've got a break coming up in a sec. But, Why don't so- we
2: go to that break now? And when we come back, I want to know more about how people, I want you to tell people how to reach you and then expand on that thought. Okay? Okay. Great. Let's go to break. This is Irene Connell with my guest Jamie Smart saying stay tuned because we still have a lot to say.
4: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel
0: is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more does the divine nature within when activated become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness join visionary host sharon rose washington author empowerment life coach and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel,
0: voiceamericanpowerment.com.
2: Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Jamie Smart. And I promised you before the break that I would ask him to tell you how you can find him on the Internet. And, Jamie, tell us some of the things you have coming up that people may want to get involved with.
3: Oh, well, thanks, Irene. Well, so first of all, where you can find me? You can find me on Twitter at Jamie underscore smart underscore. That's J-A-M-I-E underscore S-M-A-R-T underscore. Uh, you can also go to my website. That's www.jamiesmart.com. And the other thing I encourage you to do is pop over to claritybook.biz. That's www.claritybook.biz. Uh when you pop your email in there, I'll keep in touch with you, the things that are going on, but also that'll give you access to all the free videos that go along with the book, as well as, um, as well as other stuff. I think we'll, we'll send you the first couple of chapters of the book so you can have a look at it. Uh, there's all kinds of other great stuff there. So pop over to claritybook.biz. Mm-hmm. Um were you about to say something, read?
2: No, I was going to tell, you know, skip all that and go get the book first. And, <laughs> and and then use that as you as you read the book. But you have some good things coming up. You have a boot camp coming up. You have what else do you have that's going on that you know, worldwide uh, with worldwide availability on webinars or whatever.
3: Well, there's a couple of things. We're going to be doing a number of webinars over the next couple of months. So I encourage people to either follow me on Twitter or get on our mailing list so you can get on the webinars. We also, we ran a webinar last night actually called uh, getting clients with clarity. This is really aimed at people who are doing kind of heart centered work. So coaches, trainers, consultants, or other people who are, you know, if you're selling something that you believe in or, or influencing people, it's looking at what's, what are the keys to being influential in a way that uh integrous and positive, even if you're not usually comfortable with that kind of stuff. So uh so that it because Innate thinking and the principles behind clarity apply in every human situation. So so I just wanted to support people with that. So you can find that in the Twitter stream or uh, or on my Facebook page, uh, Jamie Smart on Facebook. Uh, we've got a boot camp coming up from the 17th to 19th of May, uh, which is all about the um, getting clients thing. And then we've also got a clarity practitioner program happening here in London starting in September. So there's lots going on.
2: Now, one thing I I would like to ask of you, when you give the prices, can you give it in U.S. dollars as well as pounds?
3: I I was struggling with
2: pounds yesterday. I have no idea what that costs.
3: The, you know what? A pound is about a dollar fifty. But the I, I encourage people just to explore the website and explore the materials, and they'll find out if something's a good fit for them <laughs> or not. Because uh, I, I, I we don't need to get into price. I, I oh, never no, want uh, to.
2: Now, but when you give your prices, on- oh, I see.
3: Yeah, this is a bit of website feedback. Very happy to. I'll yeah, get that to
2: you know, some of us are illiterate when it comes to money exchanges. When I, I travel, understand. I'm in trouble. You know, we I'm won't talk to, about I, that.
3: I'm off to Singapore tomorrow, so I can I can relate.
2: Oh yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Now we were just beginning to talk a little bit. I think I, you know, I kind of lost my train of thought. I got so excited about all that you had to say. We were talking a little bit about meditation and um, getting to the inner information.
3: Well, one of the questions you asked was, how does a person go about clearing their mind? Uh, What I want to tell you is that a clear mind is natural for human beings when we got nothing else in the way. And the only thing that gets in the way is superstitious thinking, thinking that's sponsored by the outside-in misunderstanding. So I'll give you an example. On this call, as I sit here talking to you, I've got a clear mind, my head's clear. Now, I didn't do anything to clear it. I just know, I, I, I understand this, how the system works well enough that I know it'll clear at the times when I need it to. And, and if it doesn't, it will shortly. So I know that a clear mind's the best thing I got going for me. Now, here's the funny thing. If you look at uh high performance athletes or artists, performers, dancers, people like that, If you ask them what they're thinking about when they're delivering a top performance, they'll say nothing. They'll say they got nothing on their mind, but they're typically not doing things to clear their mind, but but then – People hear that they've got a clear mind. They go, oh, well, you need to learn how to clear your mind. Well, it's a self-correcting system. It's a na- it's a self-clearing system. But if you don't know it's a self-clearing system, then you try to do stuff to clear it and end up putting more on your mind in the process of trying to clear it. So I heard you say before the break, Irene, I need to learn to meditate better. Well, there's a distinction between the act of meditation And the state of meditation. Yes. So the the purpose of the act of meditation is to guide you into a state of meditation. And meditating is one way of getting into a state of meditation. But there are countless ways of finding yourself in a state of meditation. I'm talking about it, and I'm starting to go into a state of meditation now just talking about it with you. Not because I'm doing something, but rather... Because a state of meditation is natural for human beings when they're not caught up in the outside in misunderstanding. This, this understanding guides you into a state of meditation. It clears your mind. And what, as your mind clears, what you find is that those inner qualities, qualities like resilience and clarity, uh, creativity, peace of mind, uh, connection with another human being, uh, innovation and um, all the things that, you know, a sense of direction, the things that people often attribute to what they call high character and in fact the very qualities that people are often using self-improvement to try and develop, they're actually naturally emergent properties for human beings when there's nothing else in the way. And the only thing that gets in the way is the outside-in misunderstanding, is superstitious thinking,
2: and we've so been taught that all our lives, haven't we? The the outside-in misunderstanding, sure, kind of thing. You know, most of us have spent most of our life in that and not realized it.
3: Yeah, we've been taught it by well-meaning parents and uh, maybe less well-meaning uh advertisers and <laughs> yes. politicians and priests and all kinds of people have been telling us that, you know, one way or another that there's something we need in order to be okay, or there's something we need to change about it ourselves in order to be happy. Or and the reality is actually all that stuff comes preloaded. It all comes preloaded into us. And and, and people often find this that it's in moments when they, you know, they may be caught up in work or things they want to accomplish or that sort of thing. And then maybe a tragedy happens or, or they, uh, they, they have a close shave of some sort and they suddenly realize what life's about. Well, that knowing about what life's about, that's in us all the time. It's always there. But,
2: but you know, we, we don't trust ourselves for that. We've, it seems to me that we've been taught that there's an expert who can help us with whatever it is we need? there's a priest or a rabbi or a holy man of some kind there's a, a doctor who knows about our body there are phds who know about what we need to know about, so we should consult them instead of consulting the wisdom that we already have
3: well and, and I got to say there's cer like there's all kinds of things I'll go to doctors for or whatever. Sure. But- but so it's not, I don't see it as an either or. The more, the more you develop your ability to tune into and connect with and, and understand what your wisdom's telling you, you'll know when it's the right time to go to a doctor and when it's the right time to just, you know, get some rest and when it's the right time to do whatever. It, it, the more you're able to cultivate that relationship with yourself here we are back to self again uh-huh. the more you're able to get that deeper understanding of how life is already working through you the 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 more you naturally know what's right for you and what's the right thing to do and who's the right person to talk to or not to talk
2: yeah, to. and you can come to trust that information
3: absolutely
2: uh, th- you know when when it's new to you you think oh that can't be right as you realize that it is, then the next time it comes around, say, oh, yeah, I, I recognize this. Yeah. I, I can do this. You make this wonderful statement, when we love and accept ourselves as we are, things that used to be utterly resistant to change can suddenly shift effortlessly or not. Be kind mm-hmm. to yourself either way. It's the or not that stops me, but I totally understand that statement. Um the problem is, many people don't love and accept themselves, and that's, you know, kind of where they they get in trouble.
3: Well, here's the funny thing. I'm going to say something uh, that may sound controversial, but I'd say everyone loves themselves. They just don't think they do.
2: Um, I probably would agree with that after I <laughs> sat with that for a little while longer. Um, we just see the oh, my God, there's something wrong with me stuff. Yeah. And I see, I hate to say this, that it's time for us to go to another break. This is Irene Connell with my guest, Jamie Smart, saying, don't go away, we'll be right back with more.
4: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Who are we? Can we really make the world a better place? How can the mantle of personal power be most effectively passed from generation to generation? There is no correct answer, but by tuning in to Birthright of Power with Rev. Don and Jane Lewis, the goal is that you will find some help in this journey. What does it mean to be a warrior with multiple meanings of that word? How do we stay strong in the face of changing times? Listen to Birthright of Power, live every Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self-improvement show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Jamie Smart. We've been talking about innate thinking and uh, all kinds of wonderful stuff that have to do with self-improvement in a new sense. Uh, we talked earlier about the principles behind innate thinking, and we didn't get back to those. Jamie, can we touch on those now?
3: Sure. The, well, there are three principles. Um, uh, and and When I say principles, I mean principles like gravity as a principle. So just to give you an idea... You've lived, we've, we all live our whole lives in gravity. Gravity was there before we showed up. It'll be there after we're gone. Every moment of every day through our whole life, wherever we are in the universe, we're in gravity and we're subject to the laws of gravity. So gravity is playing a part in our experience. These principles are like that. So the principles, the three principles behind innate thinking are mind Consciousness and thought. And you can think of mind as being like the energy behind life, the kind of power source, if you like. Uh, consciousness is our ability to have an experience of life. And thought is what gives us, it, it paints a picture of life for us. So when I say picture, I mean a picture, a sound, a smell, a taste, a feeling, the whole thing. So we have, just like when you're asleep and dreaming, that is a thought-generated reality you're walking around in, and consciousness gives you a feeling of it. When you're awake and looking around, that's a thought-generated reality that you're having an experience of. Now, I'm not saying there's not a a, an an actual material reality out there, but 100% of your experience of it is thought-generated. Well, the reason these principles are important is because we're always living in the feeling of our thinking. So just like we're always living in gravity, it's always, you know, gravity always applies no matter where you are. In the same way, we're always living in the feeling of our thinking. And and our experience of life is, is brought to life by these principles. But they're kind of behind the scenes. So we don't notice it. Like. We're living in the feeling of our thinking, but it looks like we're living in the feeling of other stuff. Like we're looks like we're living in the feeling of that car up in front of us, or what that guy just said to me, or you know the arguments I had last week, or the the kiss on the cheek I just got, or whatever it might be. So it looks like we're feel, look, feeling often looks like we're feeling something other than our thinking, but actually we're always living in the feeling of our thinking. And the more that we see that. The more, the more that we see that our feelings are telling us about what's in our thinking and not about what's in our world, the more clarity we have. And the more we're able to respond to the moment.
2: Now, one of the things that a lot of people talk about, especially in relation to self-improvement, are beliefs. Where do beliefs come into this?
3: Well, beliefs are, beliefs are just thought that we've thought over and over and over yeah. again until they've, so there are habitual patterns of thought, but you know, people. The, this shows the power of thought. People can believe anything and have it seem real. Oh so yeah. I, I, you know, people used to believe that the world was flat, and that they experienced that as a reality. It, it, they had the experience of living on a flat earth. Um, I, I can believe. That someone's saying mean things about me, regardless of whether they are or not, and it'll appear real. That's how powerful the principle of thought is. Thought uh, thought creates a reality, and we're in that thought-generated reality, and it's looking real before we realize thought has anything to do with it. So beliefs are just, you know, crusty thought <laughs> the, yeah, crusty the, thoughts. It's thoughts that have, be, have built up over time but the cool thing is we're connected to this life force we're connected to this creative intelligence called mind that is always able to give us fresh new thinking moment to moment to moment and because we're living in a thought generated reality when our thinking changes our world changes We can have a new thought in any moment, any moment.
2: So when I realize that I am wonderful, just exactly like I am right now, warts and all those little things that we deal with, my whole world is going to change almost in that moment, isn't it?
3: Well, yeah. And and if you're anything like me, Irene, sometimes... You seem pretty wonderful to yourself, and other times not so much. That's not to do with you change so much from day to day. It's because your thinking changes from day to day. Exactly. You know, I wake up one day, I'm like, geez, look how handsome you are, and what a great guy, and you're awesome. The next day I'm like, oh, I'm no good, I'm rotten. Ah." You know, that's my thinking. My thinking is changing. And we run into problems when we believe that our thinking is telling us about how life actually is. You know, we take our thinking seriously. We think we're on to something. You know, my I used to I I used to I would sometimes if I was feeling really bad, I would think, oh, I'm I'm seeing the situation really accurately. Well that's not necessarily the case. It's our feeling is telling us about what's in our thinking. It's not telling us about our world. It's not telling us about us. It's just telling us about What's in our thinking in that moment? And our thinking can change in a heartbeat. And when our thinking changes, our world changes.
2: One of the things we haven't touched on that I I found really interesting in your book are deep drivers. You talk about deep drivers. Tell us about deep drivers and what some of them are.
3: Well, the deep drivers are just my name for the kind of natural qualities that we all have as innate qualities so they would be things like a, a sense of direction in life um, intuition or wisdom uh, creativity and innovation authenticity uh, presence resilience um, uh, uh, the, the um, c- clarity you know the ability to have a clear mind all of these things are are what people often refer to as the qualities of high character, but actually they're natural innate qualities for us when we're not lost in insecure, superstitious thinking.
2: Let me ask you, this is a really way out question. Go for it. If we went to one of the aboriginal tribes, that there are still a couple left, who have not been influenced by modern society, technology, and all that, They just have their little tribal enclave. Would we find more of these characteristics in these people, these who have not been so acculturated, civilized, and all those things?
3: Well, you know what? It's so interesting, Irene. I saw an article which said that... I did a project a few years ago doing some building work in uh, in South Africa. And in this article, it said that even though people in the area that I, that I was referring to were six times more likely to die at a young age and or be injured and be you know in serious trouble because it was a violent and dangerous and poverty stricken place, they had a fraction of the cases of anxiety and depression and stress that we have in the West, and it wasn't because they were living in safer circumstances. They were living in much more dangerous circumstances, but they didn't have the kind of thinking, the kind of I'll be happy when thinking that we have in the West. They, the, I I don't have any evidence that they're not caught up in the outside in superstition. They haven't been conditioned as much into the idea that they need something, uh, that they, that they're not okay, and they need something from outside them in order to be okay. So I think we would find uh I think we would find, yeah, probably more of those qualities of high character in uh those in those groups of people.
2: With that thought, we're really getting right up to the end of the show. Jamie, we do have time for me to ask you what's the thought you'd like to leave with the listeners today?
3: I'd love people to open to the possibility that they already work perfectly and that as you continue to deepen your understanding of the inside-out nature of life, you can live a deeper, more connected, more profoundly beautiful life than you ever thought possible.
2: I can't think of a better way to end the show. Next week's guest is Stan Green, and we're going to be talking about another very timely subject, and that's resilience. Um, I think you'll enjoy that. Jamie, uh, thank you, thank you so much, and and I send out the invitation for you to come back. Uh, we'll get together and see when that can happen. This is such a timely topic and something so many people need to know.
3: Thank you so much for having me on the show, Irene. It's been a real pleasure.
2: I've loved every minute of it. Thank you so much. This is Irene Conlon and my guest, Jamie Smart, saying thank you for being with us today on The Self-Improvement Show, on Voice America, and the Empowerment Channel. Come back again next week for more of The Self-Improvement Show.
1: Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.